Here it is. Today's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast and the Ringer Podcast Network is brought to you by SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor, buy and sell tickets and two taps on your phone. Everything fully guaranteed. Football fans, $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on NFL tickets. Use promo code BSNFL. Download the SeatGeek app or go right to SeatGeek.com. I can't wait to get the promo code for NBA because that's coming. That's what we're talking about today. We're also brought to you by Proper Cloth, where you can easily create a custom shirt size in seconds by just answering 10 simple questions. Choose over from over 20 collar styles, 10 cuff styles, 500 fabrics from classic to business to customize your shirt that you want completely. You can do it all. Stop wearing shirts that don't fit. Start looking your best with a custom fitted shirt. Go to propercloth.com slash BS today. Enter gift code BS to save $20 on your first shirt. We're also brought to you by theringer.com. That's where I write my column every Friday during the NFL season, mailbag picks, a whole bunch of other stuff. I'll also have some NBA stuff during this season. Speaking of the NBA, Kevin O'Connor is here. He's on the Ringer NBA show. Yeah. He writes for the Ringer. Uh-huh. Jason Concepcion is here. Let's go. Formerly of binge mode, now defunct wow. on hiatus. Rumors <laughs> of a comeback. Rumors of a comeback, rumors swirling, <laughs> and also the achievement-oriented video game podcast. And then Joe House, the the host of the Runaway Smash It podcast, success. Check House. No, oh, so- wait a minute. <laughs> wait, oh, the other one, the other top hit. House. Oh, <laughs> cars. There you go. If yeah. You were, uh, House, Jason, and I did over unders for the East which you can hear, we'll be putting it up simultaneously with this podcast on the Ringer NBA show. It is not available on the BS podcast. That's it. You don't get to hear us talk about the Knicks. You don't get to hear us talk about the Celtics. You don't get to hear us talk about Markel Fultz. Some controversial comments about Markel Fultz. Is it okay? Semi controversial. Come on. Leave Markel, leave, leave Markel alone. No, we're just listening. Me and Markel we had, are going for Chick fil A on House of Carbs. We had an honest <laughs> conversation about Markel Fultz uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. You can hear that on the Ringer NFL show. Right now, we are doing the West, the most fascinating conference yeah. of the two by far coming up. But first, Pearl Jam. All right. We're going to go from lowest win total for over-unders to highest win total of over-unders. Kevin O'Connor, he's such an innocent kid from Massachusetts. He's never gambled. He doesn't drink. He's just, he's like I a mean, baby. I feel bad true? corrupting him, House. No, I'm okay. I'm exaggerating, but I feel bad corrupting him. I know. Yeah. You teach him gambling. Neck yeah. <laughs> Neck tattoo. We're bringing him right on down to the zipper zone. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you missed in the... Uh, in the Eastern one, which I don't want to spoil, but I asked, I asked House a question about a possible Wizards trade, and he created the zipper zone. It and came out. That's awesome. <laughs> Sacramento has the lowest over-under of anyone in the Western Conference, which surprised me mm-hmm. because they yeah. are not, I don't think, as much of a tanking candidate as a couple other teams are going to mention. They added more people than I think any team has added other than maybe the Celtics. But, I mean, De'Aaron Fox... Bogdan Bogdanovich, not Boyan Bogdanovich, Bogdan Bogdanovich, he's Justin the, Jackson, George Hill, 36-year-old Zach Randolph, Love it. 45-year-old Vince Carter, no ACL, Harry Giles. Um, <laughs> all of these guys are better than the guys they lost. Darren Collison, Langston Galloway, Rudy Gay, Ty Lawson, Ben McLemore, Aaron Aflalo, Anthony Tolliver. They're definitely better 
I don't think there's any question. Crunch time. Collie Stein, Zebo, Bogdanovich, Buddy Hill, either George Hill or Fox. Um, I, 27 and a half seems low. What do you think, KOC? I'm over all the way. They okay. won 32 last year. And I know they had. Hey, why are the they whole, five games worse? They had, they had Just because of the conference. Yeah, it's only because of the conference. I think their team has a good mixture of youth and veterans, and they're not going to tank. They're not going to tank. tank. Not gonna tank. We, can we all agree I, they're not going to tank? Not gonna, what I, do you think, Jason? They're not gonna, I love. I love Darian Fox. I love him. Uh, and yeah, I agree with everything he said. This is a nice mix of youth and veteran guys who kind of know how to win. They've got more talent than they had last year. They won 32 games last year. They, but I'd the conference good. is better. And the be conference the is better. Yeah, but I still think they win more than 27 games. And House, we don't think this team tanks. No, um, I love this team. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. I call this team the old folks home because you have a bunch home. of these vets that are getting matched up with, you know, the, these young fellas who are kind of come in and, and uh, they're all ready to be apprentices to, to gain the wisdom to take. So I want to know, Zebo is going to take who under his wing? He's going to take Giles under his wing? Is that good or bad? Well, which which yeah. one? Of, yeah, which one of Zebo's? Really? <laughs> We're going to match them up, right? We got De'Aaron Fox is going to be under the tutelage of George Hill, right? But I meant what Zebo wing? Are we talking about like his grit and grind wing? Are we talking about his occasionally I get involved in some giant marijuana story right. that they eventually judge? <laughs> Drop the charges wing? What wing is it? It's important for all these guys to have a point of view on what they're going to do after the NBA. (laughs) Zebo's just getting ready for his next career. (laughs) I think that might be very helpful for Harry Giles. He might be thinking about his next career. (laughs) There you go. How far the mighty have fallen. Harry Giles wants a five-star recruit. You love the over. I love the over. I'm banging this over. This is minus 125. I'm going to put some denomination that fits that. I am. So KSC, the the... Minus 25 means there's been action on the over. Mm-hmm. The over is popular. All of us like the over. All of this makes me nervous because it. But all of it makes me nervous because it's the Kings. Tate, you have an opinion on this? I like the Kings. Okay. Tate, everyone yeah. likes the Kings. Wow. Okay. Uh, Phoenix Suns, 29 hmm. wins. They added Josh Jackson. Didn't really lose anybody. They still have a confusing team that I'm not sure <laughs> what they're going for. But I know what they're going for in one way. This team's going to tank. Oh, yeah. This team, somebody in the West is going to look <laughs> oh, at this yeah. landscape and be like, hey, you know what we should do is just keep losing and get a top three pick. Yeah. This is the logical candidate. They also have some trade pieces, potentially. I think Eric Bledsoe's a trade piece. Yep. Tyson Chandler's a trade piece. I don't know what to make of, of uh, the two forwards they took last year, Chris and Bender. KFC, which one do you like more, Chris or Bender? Oh, Chris right now. Okay. Um, but at the same time, Bender is somebody we shouldn't give up on. I think just because he got off to a slow start, I think Bender long-term is a guy I'd absolutely take. But right okay. now you're leaning towards Chris. Uh, uh, I, I think this team, this team's really interesting because you're right. Like they could be a tanking candidate, but at the same time, like they were in the conversation for Kyrie. They were, they, you know, they, yes. they were trying to add guys. So it was maybe, more than a conversation. I think yeah. it was, I think at some point everybody got on house party, <laughs> all the GMs and just were looking at each yeah. other and trying to decide mm-hmm. whether to do this. And, yeah. Phil Jackson couldn't figure out how to log in and the trade fell through. And that's what happened. I'm not laughing at that. I don't know what house party is and I couldn't log well, in. Because you're Phil Jackson's demo. Um, yeah, so. It's just stoners the, who eat. That, right. <laughs> the irony of the Phoenix is if they're in the East, I don't even know if they're one of the worst five teams. Really? And maybe they don't decide to tank at that point because they do have talent. They got a they got a nice young team. What do, what do you buy? Booker and Wiggins are the two most polarizing advanced metric guys. 
there's cases to be made that both of those guys are actually not stars and that they hurt their teams as much as they help them. Do you buy this? No, because these guys are like 21, 22 years old, and you're expecting them to be what they're going to be when they're 28. So right. like Wiggins, because he was the number one pick, because he was overhyped out of high school, everybody expected him to be a superstar right off the bat, when in actuality, he was a guy that needed years of development to add to his game. And it's the same thing with Devin Booker. Like Coach Cal said earlier this year, um, I forget where, when this was, but he mentioned how Devin Booker barely ever ran pick and roll at Kentucky. And now it's yep. like his main play type. So obviously he needs time to develop that. Would um, you so- trade Bledsoe as soon as possible just to... Yeah. Turn the team over now? Yeah, I think – I don't know if Booker's your point guard, but I'd, I'd like to see him get even more reps as a playmaker to really develop him in that, in that area. House, what do you think of this team? Um, I like them for the under, but I agree that they're interesting. I think I found myself enjoying watching them. Yeah, I um, think they're a fun yeah. garbage time, West yeah. Coast, league exactly. pass. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. One o'clock at night, East Coast time, when you've fallen asleep for three hours and you wake up because your stomach hurts because you had two meals. Yeah. And yeah. then Phoenix is on. You're like, hey, Phoenix is on. Right, exactly. Like, I think the Phoenix LA games could be some of the sneaky best West Coast entertainment we're going to have this year. Agreed. I mean, Booker Bo- against Lonzo. Booker is a threat to go for 60 at any given time. And give and up like, 70. And give up 70 and have it be like the worst looking 60 point game like you've ever seen. And they yep. have guys that can dunk. So that's exciting. Um, obviously, you hope Bledsoe is is healthy. He plays like a boulder rolling down a hill. Yeah. Um, they're fun to watch. They're not good, but they're fun to watch. Josh Jackson. Does he start? Depends Does he play 35 minutes a game? I don't know. After they gave the money to TJ Warren, he's probably starting. What do we think of that? That was a lot of money for TJ you know, Warren. That made I me like do a double take. T- TJ like TJ Warren. <laughs> I like him too. He, I like that's him too, the zipper. That's the zipper he, he, he's thing. He's showing major flashes. Like where, but where $50 he's, million dollars worth of flashes? I mean, in a league where the cap <laughs> is going backwards? <laughs> no, no, he hasn't shown $50, $50 million dollars, dollars worth of flashes. But you're paying for projected future performance. Yeah, potential. And, yeah, and, and yeah, you might have just played yourself by giving him that. But at the same time, maybe that deal looks pretty good damn good if he does kind of develop his scoring and his consistency like he did show in the past. Yeah, people gave Steph Curry, Steph Curry's deal a hard time because he couldn't keep those ankles healthy. Yeah. And then everybody looked like, God damn, that Steph Curry deal was pretty good. Yep. That is yep. like the all-time best case scenario for this conversation. <laughs> yeah, just you just compare, don't compare TJ Warren to Steph Curry. It's a deal. Uh, are we go, all going under for this? Yes. Yes. Yeah, under. Yeah, it has to be, right? But it'll be close. I like, feel bad like for the Suns. I agree. I, I also I think they're going to be in a dangerous spot because we you missed when we covered the East, but there's a, a at least three teams, maybe four in the East, that are going to just abandon ship and are going to be below 25 mm-hmm. wins. So if you're Phoenix, at some point you're going to hit a point where it's like, does it even make sense to tank? You're going to be probably five yeah. or six anyway. So we'll see. The Lakers, I can't wait to have this conversation. I'm very excited. You know about what? The Lakers. You know what? Let's hold the Lakers. Oh, yeah. oh we're wow. going to hold the Lakers to the end. How about that? Yeah. Whoa. I'm more excited to talk about the Lakers than any other team, person, uh, team in this list. Dallas, over, under, 35 and a half. It seemed low. I was confused by it. Then I looked at the West. I looked at the West some more. I looked at Dallas's bench. Dallas goes Noel, Dirk, Barnes, Matthews, Dennis Smith Jr., who I assume is their crunch time. The bench falls off. The bench has Seth Curry. It's got Josh McRoberts, Tate's Charlotte MVP from four years ago. Hasn't really done anything since. J.J. Barea. And then a bunch of ifs, whats, maybes, who knows. And uh, and that's what's going to kill them more than anything because Dirk is, is he 40 this year officially? 
39, 40. Like this is like year, this is year 20 for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, it's one of those teams I like the top five, but I find it hard to imagine everybody staying healthy and I could see more going wrong than right. KOC, what do you think? So I have under for them right now. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel great about that because I like their bench a little bit more than you do. Okay. Um, what do you like on it? I mean, you have Nerlens Noel coming off your bench. I mean, first of all, I Wait, think are we sure he's not starting? I don't think he's going to be starting. Why wouldn't they start New Orleans Noel? Because I, I saw that on the depth chart that he wasn't starting. I thought it was a mistake. Yeah, I, I am pretty sure Noel will be coming off the bench. So you have your versatile big man. I think Seth Curry, spark plug, not yeah. great, but a spark plug. Dorian Finney-Smith, versatile defender. I like Dwight Powell, another, oh, another really guy who can do now. some things. So it's like <laughs> come on, they, 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 they have some good talent, but I'm still KFC, taking the under because they're this. so young. You're, you're, if you're taking the over, you're relying on Dennis Smith to really be spectacular right off the right, so right away. They're better off. Dirk plays 45 games, misses two months, comes back for 10 games for the retirement tour at the end. Um, maybe they're able to trade Barnes or Matthews. They're, they're better off. It, it's more logical for them to go down than up and to try to be like, oh man, we have a chance to get the eight seed and get destroyed in round one. I agree with that. I would just yeah. give the car keys to Dennis Smith, let him hit a couple pylons, let him hit a couple highway defiers, let him flip the car a couple times, just let him do it. <coughs> Jason, what do you think? I think it's under two. That said, Rick Carlisle, not a noted lover of young guys. Yeah. Um, which is could be bad for Dennis Smith. Could be bad for Dennis Smith, which is, as, as KOC mentioned, that's the guy they really need to be the guy who explodes. All these other guys are known quantities. I mean, except for Noel, who's going to be motivated after giving up a ton of money. Ooh. Uh, Wait, but I'm yeah, trying I, to think of scenarios where that's worked in the NBA, where the guy thought he was going to make Dion? a crazy amount of money. Waiters. But Dion had no offers. Yeah, that's the Noel thing. went into last right. summer yeah, thinking he was going to make $85 yeah. Million yeah. and he, there was no offer. Didn't we all in some way? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Last year at this time when the, when the rumors were out, it's like, well, are you going to want to pay Nerlens Noel $20 million? Yeah. And it's like nobody was giving that. The answer is no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so I got, a, I got a soft under on this. The Knicks fans, we talked about this on the Easter Conference pod. At one point, does the Frankie Nicotine versus Dennis Smith thing just start haunting them? Like December 15th? I mean, I, I like Frankie Nicotine, I feel like, more than it's, a lot of people This is great do. for you, Jason. Yeah. I, I, I like Frankie I put okay. him I put him on, like, the, the rookie dark horses. I love this. Okay. List. I think, I think, Thank great. you, KOC. Look, just because we haven't seen him this summer doesn't mean that he's not a quality prospect. Over. There you go. Yeah, that's right. That's I, good. I, I went I, under on the Knicks. Yeah. Okay. We're going under on Dallas. All due respect to Rick Carlisle. All yeah. due respect to Dirk Nowitzki. But look, there's 15 teams in this conference, and 11 of them have a chance to be at least good. So, got to be concerned. This is a team that it's kind of made me sad. Memphis, we're all going under on Dallas, I, by the way. Yeah. Memphis, 37 and a half over under. I can't. They, they lost all of Grant and Grind. They lost Zebo and Tony Allen. I feel like I can't smash the under button fast enough okay. for this team. Uh, yeah. wow. Let's hear the argument. I mean, listen, they, yeah, they lost grit and grind, so they have no identity. What is this team going to be next year? Parsons is, will he ever play again? Conley and Gasol are great. Gasol, obviously, coming off injury. I just have no idea what this team is. Tyreek Evans is, like, on his third go-round trying to be a point guard Let's in the NBA. Let's cross him off. Like, I... Matt right Lamar, now, like for, I just don't know what this team is at all. And it seems Wayne, like Wayne Selden might be their starting two guard. Yeah, is that possible? Really I kept looking at the roster trying Tyreek, to. Tyreek Evans. 
That's great. Well, that's worse. <laughs> I read some that was maybe. Um, I, I'm with you, Jason. I don't see it. I think of anything, you throw in the combination of how tough the conference is, yeah. the injury factor, and let's be honest, the trade factor. Yeah. This is another logical trade candidate. If things are going wrong and they're heading the wrong way and you have to have an honest conversation, like we can't make this team better. We're, we're hampered by the salary cap. We have an owner who is either has to sell the team or double down and put more <laughs> right. money into it and buy out the minority partners. And is one of what the weirdest we owners in the, in the league. Yeah. I don't know what the trade is because Conley makes so much money, it would be hard to trade him, but... Mike Conley's fantastic, you know, and if that's a chess piece that's out there, people are going to pay for him. Same thing for um, Gasol. I think he's got real value. They also have a situation with their pick where the Celtics get eventually get their unprotected pick. They got to figure out that part of this too. I I don't see any way you can go over for them as much I'm as I respect over. Gasol. You're going over? I'm going over. Give me I'm, the what, case. What if they're better without Zach Randolph and better without Tony Allen? Make the two, case. Two guys who can't space the floor effectively. What if they're better with having a guy like Jamichael Green space the floor from three-point range at the four? Okay. I mean, I, mean I, I think there's a possibility that that opens the floor more and helps enhance Mike Conley's game. Chandler Parsons, if he stays healthy, and that's a super big if, but if he's able to play even just 40 games, um, if Parsons back and he's effective in those games, that could be good for them to have more floor spacing. I'm not I'm not the biggest grit and grind fan. There's a reason why they got bounced in the playoffs every year. And it's because they couldn't space the floor. Wow. I'm, wow. I'm over on the Grizzlies, but not by a lot. My favorite part of that whole thing was when you said Char- Chandler Parsons might play 40 games. Here's the thing. <laughs> have you been like Chandler Parsons? I'm concerned. He's been on Instagram in the in the, in the past few weeks, like yeah. screenshotting his DMs from various groupies, yeah. which yeah. is he seems troubling. Like he's, I, I That's say, troubling. He, he seems like he's lost his mind. <laughs> he's, he's not behaving in a in a rational way as a public figure. I am legitimately troubled by that. And he's like sliding in like on Instagram live of models and whatnot. He's like <laughs> saying show tits. It is like really, <laughs> like, on, really troubling. Really troubling performance yeah, by Jalen Parsons. Um, I think they can worrisome. tread water and potentially be close to 500 for the first three months. But then at some point they're going to yeah. have a come to Jesus moment and decide what they want to do with Conley and Gasol. I think they had that come to Jesus moment leading into this offseason. And that's why all of these guys that they let go and they're in the and they're in a mode for rebranding, redefining themselves. And I think they're they're a perfect candidate to take advantage of this last year of the tank and try and build a, a young core right. around some of the players yeah. that KOC mentioned. Um, Do we think you can be a championship contender anymore if Gasol and Conley are your top two guys? No, no, no. So that so no, if no. I'm if I'm starting there, as much as I like both of those guys. And I can't make round three if they're my top two. I'm 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 blow, going the other but way. But what, what, what makes us think this team is going to blow it up when they gave over twenty million dollars annually to Chandler Parsons? I mean, when we knew that was a risky deal to take, they they I think they're that probably was more a team. than risky. That was it was it was they kind of lost their minds. I, I don't understand does, why they did every that. Every team in the league does something colossally stupid like that. The red flag for but the red flag for that was that Mark Cuban didn't want to pay him. If Mark Cuban doesn't they're, want to pay Chandler Parsons, him. he didn't need round two. <laughs> Mark Mark Cuban's like, I'm good. Go get your money. Like if I'm Memphis, I'm running from that. All right, so everybody's going under, but but uh, yep. KOC on that. New Orleans is next. New Orleans is thirty nine and a half. Oof. <laughs> 
New Orleans added Tony Allen. They added Rajon Rondo. Oh. Ian Clark. Yeah. Frank Jackson. They lost Tim Frazier. They have, I would say, a top three strangest roster to look at where you have Boogie and Anthony Davis who probably shouldn't be on the same team. And then two point guards, Holiday and Rondo. Rondo can't shoot. Holiday can't stay on the court. And then a bunch of dudes. Rondo's been better shooting in recent years, though. I mean, ever since he was traded by Boston, he's shooting like 37, 38% from three. I but mean, it, it's not like he's jacking threes. They're yeah, wide yeah. open. Yeah, of course. You know, but it's better than what he was doing in the past. I love KSC still rides for Rondo. <laughs> I love him. He's years. one of my all-time favorites. For all these when years. He was the top of his game. The ringer's Tommy Alter, too, in the office yesterday. Says, if Rondo doesn't get hurt, we beat the Celts in five. Like, to, <laughs> like it's fact. She's adamant about it. He's like, Rondo's still good. We beat the Celts in no, five. No, Rondo sucks okay, now. Okay. Um, I don't see how this team succeeds. And I don't see a path for keeping Boogie either. And it feels like a Boogie trade waiting to happen. Let's reenact the zipper moment from the Eastern Conference podcast. <laughs> I asked House. Um, is there an auto porter and an unprotected pick down the road and something else and maybe Gortat's in there or whatever and you get Boogie back and House started pulling his pants down. Like yeah, I gave an un- I offered up some other things unprotected. Yeah, <laughs> I was very enthusiastic for that for that deal. The theory is if if the Wizards can just end up with Beal, Wild, and Boogie, who who cares? Yeah, you'll figure yeah, out the rest exactly. later. But if that's your core, yep. you can compete mm-hmm. for the title with those three mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, absolutely. So S- sign me up if I'm the Wizards. Is Boogie on this <laughs> team in March? Yeah, I think so. Yes. I, I think oh. so. Just because wow. if you're the Pelicans and you trade Boogie, what are you saying to Anthony Davis? I mean, that, then you're setting you know yourself up to have to move him. I think you kind of have to stick it out. I would trade both of them. I, I mean, I would too. I, don't, I, don't, I, would I just cons- don't think there's any path to contending with Davis before his contract's up. And he's you've already messed it up. And I am never an advocate of trade one of the best eight guys in the league. I right. think it's usually a mistake. In this case, there's it, we've seen too many times now these guys fleeing for greener pastures as soon yeah. as they can, and there's no path to yeah. compete with him. So really, they should be doing this now. They won't. They have their ownership's a disaster, but uh, it's too bad. I actually think. Do you think they would do the boogie trade over again if they if they could do that over again? No, I think they'd still do it. I just think because think, I mean, like, I agree. It was yeah. a worthwhile experiment yeah. for them to find out because what if it, it worked? Yeah. And it could. Yeah. Would you rather have Buddy Hield and De'Aaron Fox or DeMarcus Cousin for four times the money? I mean, uh, they well, it would have been the 10th pick, so it wouldn't have been Fox. Good point. So, so, I, so I it would have been, who was 10th? It well, that was the Zach yeah, Collins, Collins trade down. So it's like whoever they would have taken in that slot. Maybe it would have been Monk or, or maybe but it would have been But Boogie might have made them better. Like maybe that. they follow yeah. like the 12th pick. Yeah. That's so true. maybe that's like Buddy yeah. and, and Luke Kennard. Yeah. Yeah. I think they I still know. make it. You guys are right. You own over under. They're I'm, nine and a half. I'm an under on them. I don't think it's going to work, but I really am rooting for it to work. I want to see two dominant bigs. Jason? I'm going to go slight. I'm going to go slight under. I think okay. they. I think they improved from last year, but I see them at like 37 wins. Has? Uh, it is an exorable. I mispronounced Ex-ra-ble. it. Exorable. Sure. Exorable. Backcourt. <laughs> and as a result, I am taking the under. The Drew Holiday situation is tough because if you don't pay him, right. You're basically they waving both pay. middle fingers yeah. at those guys. Yep. And yet, Drew Holiday, we've argued about him in the past on the pod. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's one of the best 15-point guards. I don't think he can stay in the court. 
I think the league really <laughs> undervalues their ability. And we right. saw the same thing with Gallinari, where it's like, great, yeah. Gallinari, I like Gallinari. He can't stay on the court. He misses 25 games a year. And you're paying him 20 million bucks. And it's like, yeah, when he's out there, it seems like a good idea. And then when he's in street clothes, it seems like a terrible idea. <laughs> and I think Drew Holt is like that. Yeah. Well, I think for the Pelicans, it was it's like a situation where you know, if you're in a de- if you're in the desert and you need a drink of water, you'll pay whatever you have to pay for it. Who was going to play point guard for them? They had to pay him. Well, he's Rondo. right there. His name is Rajon Rondo. That's like what I'm saying. Like they got it. They had to pay him. They had to and, pay him. Well, we're all going under. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break. Talk about Gillette. Did you know the tip of a Gillette razor blade measured on an atomic scale, meaning their blade edges are thinner than a single brain cell? That precision, the work of many brain cells, hundreds of members of Gillette's research and development team have spent over 4,700 years combined working to make your shave closer and more more comfortable. 4,700 years combined. It's a lot. There's some sort of Nick's playoff (laughs) joke in there. I don't know what it is. Uh, While over 1,000 craftsmen and women in Boston are busy making your blades, another team is putting your blades through more than 60 extremely strict and precise quality checks. Fail one of those tests that doesn't leave the factory. They are making doing everything they can to make your blades better every single day. Now that includes the price tag. You can get Gillette blades at their lowest prices in years. See for yourself at GilletteOnDemand.com house. Gillette is the best a man can get. Nice. Pricing applies to select products and it's the sole discretion of the retailer. All right. Well, the good teams have arrived. I'm calling Utah a good team. 41 wins is the over-under. There's been some action on the over. The over is up to minus 130. They lost Gordon Hayward. They lost George Hill, who I'm not even sure how much that hurt them since he tailed off as the year went along. They lost Fat Boris, who just was really bad for them last year. And and I think they were disappointed him. And then Trey Lyles, who never made it. They added Ricky Rubio, who I've always liked. I like him on that team. I like him with some of the guys on that team. You know, because I, I think it's a smart basketball team, yeah. guys who know where, where to go and what to do. Donovan Mitchell, who KOC loved heading into the draft. Love, love him. And looks like he's he going to be a guy who plays Absolutely. right away. They added Jarebko from the Celtics, who, you know, is somebody who can't play for 10 games. And then all of a sudden he's in there and he's making threes and TNT on Thursday nights. Seth Felosha, good defender. Tony Bradley. 41 seems low to me. This is the first one where I was just surprised. I, I think... They have, I would say they have a better chance of grabbing the eight spot than Portland does. I'm going yeah. over. I'm also going over like 43. They play at altitude. They're still going to be a very good defensive team. Rubio's a great defender. They're going to grind people down and they're going to win more than 41 games. There's a defensive lineup they can play with Rubio, yeah. Mitchell, um, Favors if he can stay in the court. Gobert, Cephalosha. Like that, this team will be able to get stops if they need to. Yeah. I actually kind of like the team. I think there's some Ewing theory potential with Gordon Hayward. I agree. I gotta be you. honest. Like, what the hell they win with Gordon Hayward? Nothing. Plus, I, I think Snyder's a good coach. And I think the collective um, effect on the remaining guys of getting to the playoffs and getting that taste and competing yeah. at that level. You can't understate or undervalue the, what what a transformation that can kind of deliver to the to the remaining core, and they all have now this something to prove thing. So I like the over here as well. KSC. When when I was going through the teams before this, I never expected all of us would be over on this team because like I I'm over. I thought I would yeah. be like maybe one of the two that would because people like granted they lost Hayward, 
Rodney Hood can step up. I mean, yeah. if you look at his numbers with Hayward off the floor, like per 36, they line right up with Hayward's numbers and his uh, that he put up last season. So not saying he'll do that, but Hood has the ability to elevate his role um, to really take on some of the scoring that they're losing from Hayward and then add on the other young guys they have, the ability to play different roles. They're easy. I also think over. I think Rubio is just a flat-out upgrade from George Hill. I like well, he, Rubio. He be a, he's definitely yeah. better George defensively. Hill was awesome the first 30 games. Yeah. Like he was making right. a case for the great. All-Star game. Yeah, yeah but then he got what hurt. happened? His that's toe. that's he had, it. He, had a George he Hill always toe. seems to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they were very happy to unhappy to see him leave either. Was the feedback I was hearing? But uh, I, one of the things they learned last year, especially in the playoffs, is that Joe Engels is a starter yeah. and is a good basketball player and should probably play more. And now he'll get to play more. So I look at the Hayward thing, and I think I think Hayward's an excellent basketball player. I really do. They can replace his maybe eighty percent of his numbers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like a Paul George thing where. In, and I actually think Indiana will be able to recover from the Paul George thing a little bit too. But Paul George is just like, wow, we have to replace 23 shots. How are we going to do this? Who are we giving these to? With Utah, Hayward wasn't taking 25 shots a game anyway. And, you know, Hood to me is, you mentioned him earlier. I like him. I also think he just disappears. You know, he's in, he is injured. He's one of those guys yeah. who's yeah. either in the game or it's like, where is he? Did he play? Did he show up in the arena? He's just not there. I think that's a function, though, of that team. Like last season, they were so loaded. They they were like 11 deep, it felt like yeah. to me. So I, I, yeah. I understood why Hood, you know. They got ISO Joe's back for another year, too. I think that's fine. I liked how Gobert handled the Hayward thing. I like that he was pissed off about it and took it personally and went right at him. And it does seem like Gobert seems to believe he's way up there. But I think this is a good team. I, I, I'm confused by the over. I don't like the Clippers are almost three wins higher than them, yeah. and I don't understand that at all. I'm going over and probably going to be a lock for me. Portland, 42 and a half. They lost Alan Crabb. They lost Festus Azili, who I'm not even sure they had. <laughs> Zach Collins, <laughs> they traded up, got him, but he's buried behind all these dudes. Swanigan, Mark Titus fan club president of, uh, of Swanigan, he's there. Um, look, a lot of it depends on Nurkic and if right. that was... It all depends on Nurkic. Well, whether, whether that was legit or not. The post-Denver trade, he was a legit, above-average, borderline all-star starting center. And I don't know whether I believe it or not. What do you think, KFC? He lost 34 pounds, but he's coming off a major injury. Obviously, it was dominant end of the season, but I'm still scared after his years in Denver where it was just pure laziness on the court. Um I think Nurkic could be great, and if he's great, they'll be great. Um, but if Nurkic is bad, uh, they're definitely an under. For, uh, an under, and I, I kind of lean towards Nurkic, kind of slow start coming back hmm. from that injury. I worry. House, I'm right there with KOC. I'm going to take a slight under on them. I'm sorry to Portland. I've been taking the over many years in a row for Portland. This is my under year. I'm going to take the slight over. I think, I think it is going to be a slow start for Nurkic. That said, um, you know the thing in Denver was really just. He got stuck behind Jokic, and then he lost his focus. And here he's he's going to be uh, inspired to play really hard, especially coming off the injury um, and being such an important part of that run they made last year. So I'm going to take the slide over. I think they win 43 games. It feels like a 41-41 season mm-hmm. to me, which I think they had either last year or the year before. Yeah, it's 41. They also seem to me like a trade. They they This seems like a trade team to me. They have too many... Um, too many front court guys. 
Evan Turner didn't fit in last year with what they had as a big salary. It has some years left, but it does seem like you take him and you take somebody else's expensive mistake, one of those things. I don't think they have enough shooting other than the two guards, which McCollum and Lillard have great shooting. That's a lot of shooting. But but putting people around them, I, I don't like the mix of people they have to put around them, I guess is my point. So it feels like a trade. Yeah, someone like Anthony Morrow is going to have to play a lot to space. Who the hasn't floor. been good in five yeah, years? Exactly. I, I don't. Yeah. I just don't see it. And, and if they don't have spacing from their front court, it could hurt their back court's ability to yeah. get to the rim. It's interesting. In the Golden State series, they went toe to toe with the Warriors in that one game when those two guys were going at the same time. They have the potential to be the upset team night to night, but I, I I don't see them winning more than forty-one. Not in the West. I I. I uh, would be more likely to me that they would go the other way and make a trade. I also think it hurts to lose Crab. I like Crab. I don't think he's an all-star, but he's a good shooter who I think, you space, know, it's hard to find those important dudes. for them. Yeah. yeah. Space the floor. They mismanaged the salary cap. It's funny. Some of these teams have made terrible trades and then good trades after the fact, right? Like Neil O'Shea, like the Turner contract was awful. Right. But then the Nurkic trade was great, you know? And I, and I actually liked trading up. I thought he took the wrong guy. I would have taken Mock. But um, I thought anytime you can trade 15 and 20 for 10, you would have loved that trade more if they took Mitchell or, or yeah, Mock. Yeah, definitely. But at the same time, like if you're drafting by need, they already have two dominant guards. Um, yeah. But it doesn't hurt to have a third one, though, either. Yeah. Let's talk about Blinkist really quickly. The world's most successful people all have one thing in common. They are hungry for knowledge, reading and learning every chance they get. Since you're listening to this podcast, you probably feel the same way. Introducing the Blinkist app. Over 2,000 best-selling nonfiction books transformed into powerful packs you can read or listen to in just 15 minutes. Learn essential ideas from the best books in your field or subjects you never knew you loved. With Blinkist, you can feast your mind on key ideas from best-selling nonfiction books like Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, The 4-Hour Work Work, Thinking Fast and Slow, All on Your Way Home, More Knowledge, Less Time. Not to mention they are constantly adding new titles from best of lists. You're always getting the most powerful ideas. In a convenient made-for-mobile format. I wonder if Shea Serrano's new book is going to be on Blinkist. So much info. I don't know how you'd condense it to 15 minutes. Right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash BS. Get a free trial or three months off your yearly plan when you join today. That is B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash BS. Start your free trial or get three months off your yearly plan. All righty. The Clippers. 43 and a, and a half wins is either ridiculously low or ridiculously high, and I can't decide. I stared at this for a while. Um, they got rid of basically most of their team. Everybody's gone. Chris Paul, J.J. Redick, Jamal Crawford, Raymond Felton. We'll never have to watch Jamal Crawford play with Austin Rivers again. <laughs> um, they had a Gallinari, T. Dosich, who's already winning the internet, Pat Beverly, Lou Williams, Sam Decker. Could argue it's a better better team on paper other than the fact that they lost one of the best point guards of all time. Blake Griffin, everyone thought he wasn't going to be back till December, including me. He's back already. He's, He's playing. Back. 43 and a half seems low. And yet, I'm, I almost want you guys to talk me into it one way or the other. I can't decide. House, you go first. I'm taking the under by wow. half a game. Okay. I Oof. think the Clippers are a 43-win team. That's exactly how I was feeling. I mean, dude, this... They feel like a 43-39 and 39 team. Right. But yeah. when, like, Gallinari and Blake and everybody's healthy at the same time, they'll go, like, 20-8. and eight. 
See, I, and I'm then guys will start getting hurt again. To be mad at myself for this, I'm prepared to to acknowledge that I'm a big dummy for going this way because I do like very much what Pat Beverly is bringing to this team, yeah. and he's so motivated. I love Shea Serrano's piece with Pat uh, yeah. of a of a week ago or so, and I I this team could go out and win fifty like they have. 50 win talent. I agree. But I would I, say they have 52 win potential. Here's my the limiting factor, and I don't think they can fire him quick enough. It's Doc. And I think Doc's going to hold him back, and I think they're going to be a 43 win team as a result of Doc. And Doc having to manage all these new guys. That's it. That's it. I don't believe in Doc. You have Lou Williams and you have Rivers. They're going to move the ball this year, though, guys. They were moving it the other night. They were moving it. They were moving it. Um, I'm gonna Jason. take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go over. I mean, okay. I like. I, I agree with you on paper. This is a deeper, way deeper team than they've had in the past. Gallinari feels it's ironic to get finally get the three they were looking for when like Chris Paul leaves. I love Tiadosich off the bench. He he's thirty, looks forty five, and like <laughs> and passes it like he has just no regard for anything that's going on. He eats cheeseburgers for breakfast. My um, kind of guy. I there's, love it. There's like a twenty percent chance he's gonna smoke cigs at halftime. I think he, I think it's like an eighty five percent chance. Beverly Lou Williams is that's great. He might smoke um, cigarettes and have a milkshake at halftime. Like whatever guy. whatever the three things you shouldn't do. He'll Tia probably do it. you're welcome on House of Carbs anytime. <laughs> I mean the the thing you really worry about is is Griffin's health. You know, like and I I like this team to win forty five games. KSC. Over. Over. Okay. I, I think, yes, injury risks yeah. is, is very real with them. The amount of games Blake Griffin, Gallinari, and Patrick Beverly even have missed over the past three, four years. However, the upside of this team is way too high for me to take take the under at 43 and a half. I just think the way they moved the ball the other night uh, was a good sign. 25 assists on 35 makes. I, I think this team, this is what you would have hoped for when Chris Paul was there, but you couldn't do that because he was a ball dominant, one of the greatest point guards ever. But this is how it could unlock Blake Griffin as a player. Gallinari in the system playing off Blake, Beverly in a ball movement system. I think if Doc is successfully able to install the system, which is a big question as House mentioned, they're going to be great. Um, so they have two big ifs, but I'm, I'm kind of taking the uh, over on, on their first year together. As I'm ditching you. It's okay. I- Here, here's why. <clears throat> I think, as KOC said, the potential yeah. of them being 44 or higher is just greater than the potential of them being 43 and under. Yeah, I, my own self, said they could easily be a 51 team. Yeah, and they I, took the under. So, so like, I, I get it. I, I'm right there Gallinari with you. What's it, Gallinari misses 20 games, Blake misses 25 Beverly Beverly misses, Beverly misses twelve. Yeah, it's still probably like a forty-one and forty-one team. You know, Maybe they'll still be five hundred. Yeah, there's also the the other reason I want to go over just for my own sanity. I, I Chris Paul is like the ultimate Ewing Theory candidate that's probably ever existed <laughs> in the NBA in the last twelve years. Like I, I mentioned Hayward earlier, but Hayward's not really like Chris Paul is considered to be a superstar. Yeah, he's the point god. Yep. He is somebody that gets mentioned anytime we talk about the best point guards of all time right. and has just failed repeating the playoffs. We've written about it on the ringer. We've come up with explanations for it. And the fact that um, he's so efficient, it actually yeah. hurts him in the playoffs. He's so ball dominant right. that it actually it's becomes predictable in the playoffs. There's all we've laid out. You can read all the pieces. Maybe, maybe with Beverly, like somebody like Blake Griffin will be a little more motivated. Mm-hmm. More this of a season. selfless guy. I think Blake yeah. is the X factor because as we talked about a million yeah. times, he was the third best player in the 2015 playoffs. 
those first two rounds. He's had just 75 different things go wrong. He's actually, I like when the offense runs through him. I always thought him and Chris together never really totally made sense. Um, the question for me is, do Blake and DeAndre make sense? This is something we've looked at over and over again. Can, can Blake space the floor? That, that's kind of really the question. And he was shooting more corner threes the other night um, in their first preseason game. So I think that's a good sign. If he, can, yeah. if he can just spot up and shoot threes off the catch, then it can work. But the problem is, is if like he's only shooting like 28% from three and nobody's really worried about him out there, then it right. can be an issue. And I the other thing we should mention, he's 28 and he's had, you laid out a couple yeah. times in the ringer, all the different injuries he's had. It's a long list. The history of the league is that this doesn't get better, that by age 28, 29, if you're a guy who gets injured all the time, that is that is who you are, yeah. and that's what is going to keep happening. And uh, whether he has bad luck, whether his body's brittle, I don't know, but um, he definitely wasn't as explosive last year, you know? And there's a possibility it could be like you see it in football all the time. All of a sudden, Adrian Peterson isn't good anymore. It just happens. He's tailored his game, though. I mean, I think Blake kind of gets a bad rap in the sense that um, early in his career, it was like, oh, this guy just dunks. That's all he does. And then as he started to increase his range, be able to take mid-range shots and then longer twos and then even threes, now it's like, oh, he never dunks anymore. And he's even, (laughs) like, cleaned up, like, the really annoying, whiny shit that he used to do. Like, he does not do that anymore. And he doesn't really get credit for it. And I think him and DeAndre, I, I think that partnership, personalities aside, works really well because DeAndre does all the shit that Blake doesn't want to do. Blake doesn't want to protect that, the rim. Blake doesn't want to rebound. Right, like, you know, like that DeAndre and DeAndre's good at that. That team definitely was poisoned last year. Yeah. It had some of the worst chemistry we've seen. They never recovered from game six against they Houston. They never did. They Ever. Never That's like a ghost that lives in that, that That's arena. That's right. I, I think one of Jason's points that he brought up about DeAndre does all, does all the stuff Blake doesn't want to do, it's good because you can play that way with, with DeAndre Jordan or you can take him off the floor and put Blake at the five and play more versatile switching screens. So like they have the ability to play for different styles, and that's another thing that I think could bode well for them this year. Could you see a scenario where they start out like 9 and 10, Balmer fires Doc, mm. and then they finish 48 and 34? That's how I lose this bet. That's how I lose this bet. That's so you exactly need them right. to keep Doc for the year, yes. though, too. That's right. I actually think they do the opposite. I think they come out really strong as they did last year. And people are like, whoa, Clippers. Whoa, and then hey. fade Can down they the stretch. Can they beat the Warriors? And then, yeah, fade down the stretch. The one thing on, on DeAndre, who's feeding him all those, you know, um, dive to the hole dunks? Tio. Milos. Yeah, yeah. Tio. Wow, we're putting a lot on Tio now. Boy, oh 30 year old Tio has never been the lead. Cheeseburger Tio is my guy, as you know, but. That's a lot. I got to say, I'm a fan of Pat Beverly. I'm excited to see him run a team. We just, we haven't seen it the last four years. I don't think he'll be bad at it. I think he could be okay. Yeah, he'll be good. I mean, I think he he had some really special moments Um, when James Harden was out of games. He stepped up and elevated his play, especially passing the ball. I think Beverly will be good. I mean, I'm the guy who voted Austin Rivers for second team all defense last year and meant it. I think he's a good defensive player. And I like him and Beverly together with DeAndre behind him. That's a, you know, I don't know whether Doc will coach defense or whether they'll be instructed to do the right things, but I like that team. I'm going to go over. All right, Denver Nuggets. Man, this is, who was last year's team that everybody was blowing themselves about? Minnesota. And that didn't go well. Right. And now this year it's Denver. Denver's over is 45 and a half. They added Paul Millsap. They lost to Nola Gallinari. They added a couple other people, Trey Lyles, Tyler Lydon. 
Um, crunch time. Jokic, Millsap, Wilson Chandler, Gary Harris, and who's your point guard, KOC? Jameer Nelson or Emmanuel Moutier? I mean, that's that's part yeah, of the equation here. Is making his uh, Moutier's not the okay in the preseason. I mean, or, or, oh, let me just get this out here. Destination for... Mike Conley. Oh. 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 What are you thinking? Oh. I, I, I don't think they have enough. I, they may not have enough, but that that's... Well, they so they do have some pieces to trade. Like Fareed, he, he's been making $12 million a year since like 1990. But I think that he's either an expiring this year or next year, but he's a trade piece. Jamal Murray, they wouldn't even discuss with Kyrie, right? Do no. we believe that? I, I actually don't believe that. I think they would have traded for Kyrie in a second. I think Kyrie told them he didn't want to go there. But um, I think Hernan Gomez has trade potential. I don't don't underestimate Malik Beasley. I, I like. I know that's kind of a deep cut, but I like Malik Beasley a lot. But, yeah. we we like the opinion. We're not yeah, looking yeah, down yeah, on you. Yeah. You no, know, no, you pull these no, random no, dudes no, out of your so butt I'm, every year. I think I think Denver. I mean, I called him a sleeper yesterday on Twitter, and apparently 45 and a half, that's not much of a sleeper. Yeah, they're not really asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're not much that's of a sleeper this year. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm definitely an over on Denver. I think I think Jokic is for real. I mean, one of the best passing bigs we have in this in this game. It's just uncanny. Yeah, Millsap, good yeah. passer too, can stretch the floor. They got a versatile team that can do different things. Um, Gary Harris is going to step up. Um, he's gonna he's gonna elevate this year. They have a lot of good players, and maybe this is the year Emmanuel Mudiay kind of takes a step forward as well. What do we think of this team defensively? That would be my fear. Not great. Yeah, I mean that's why I'm going under, guys. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Somebody's got to lose in the West. It's the all these teams can't go 49 and 33, and then Golden State wins 70. I just don't see it defensively. I, you know, Minnesota last year. I would love that was all in. Oh, Tibbs is going to teach them. And right. Minnesota had real, real holes defensively that ruined yeah. their season. They just couldn't get stops. I don't see how this Denver team's going to get stops. Millsap's the best defender they have, but he's now in his early 30s. He might even be like, what's he, like 33, 32, 33, somewhere there? I think 32, there. I'm but, pretty sure. Um, I just, I, Gary Harris undersized. All of the point guards they have, none of those guys are going to be able to guard anyone. Jokic is not a defensive stalwart. I just don't see it. I don't think they're going to get 46 wins of, of defensive stops. I, I like them offensively. Gary they Harris seem like more of a fantasy though. team yeah. than a real team. Harris can defend. Moutier can defend. Harris though. is 6'2", though. Yeah. Like, what happens Chandler when they play defend. OKC and, like, you know, I guess he would stand I, I next think, to Andre Roberts. <laughs> I, think, I think Jokic is really the issue defensively. Like, he can't anchor your team and he can't really switch on the floor. Fareed really. sucks defensively, too. Yeah, I mean, how much is Fareed going to play, though? I yeah. Mean, is her, I hope I hope Hernan Gomez plays ahead of him. He should. Hernan Gomez is good. I don't like teams. Teams make me nervous that can't defend point guards or big guys. And this team can't do either. <laughs> this team can't protect the rim and can't defend point guards. So everybody else is going over. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. I like being a rogue under. Wait, did I pick? I'm gonna go. I would actually go slight under. I think they okay. win okay. 45 games. This is a this is a 50 50 because I'm over. I'm with KOC yeah. on this. Yeah. Okay, great. I just think they're gonna be so efficient offensively. I just love that Millsap addition. Yeah. He just hasn't. Millsap and Jokic is like that's a really interesting it's experiment. Nice. I can't I like wait that to see too. That it feels one. like forty-four and thirty-eight. The thing that, the, forty-six and, and thirty-six. The thing that does give me pause is, is like this is a team that should play up tempo, but doesn't really have the personnel to do it. And defensively, like as teams. you said, that you know, like I mean, like all Denver when they've had their best success historically yeah. played up tempo. Move, move the, the ball. Altitude. Yeah. Run guys till they till they can't breathe. They need a um, guard. 
There's and a guard can't, out there. Yeah, they well, can't do it. or it might be Jamal Murray. I, I mean, he's not a distributor, but he is somebody that, if you ran the offense through Jokic, could be your point guard. Yeah. You know, Jamal Murray, could up be, or down? Could be Moutier. Casey's kind of high I gotta see. I got to see more. I, I'm not he's the looked biggest okay. fan. He's looked okay in preseason, yeah. but, I mean, he looked so bad at times last season. Uh, Tate's I, making the I just smelled a fart face. <laughs> Tate. What? I was going to say Will Barton. A lot of people, you guys haven't mentioned Will Barton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should have. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He, he's good. But he's, he's better at Will Barton's, all right, so you could play Millsap Chandler, Will Barton, Moutier, Jokic. There's a lot I mean, of question but, marks like, We're there. throwing yeah. a lot of names out here, which yeah. shows their depth. We haven't even mentioned Trey Lyles. We haven't even mentioned like Darrell Arthur. Well, what about Hernan Gomez? We like Hernan Gomez. Yeah, I, like I agree, I, I agree with that, but I'd, I'd like in terms of a talent standpoint, but you're still asking a lot. You're asking guys who are kind of question marks to step up a level. But 46 isn't sure. a big ask, that's all. I, I also I, it makes me nervous that they have too much talent because all that means to me is that four guys are going to be unhappy every game. Because yeah. I'd rather just have a good eight or nine and then two guys who are happy to play ten minutes. Yeah, Will Barton is good. Maybe. Nah. No, no, no. I'm I'm sticking with the under. I'm saying <laughs> I wonder if there's a way for them to package Chandler and Fareed and other stuff and try to get one more big chess piece. Mm-hmm. But I'm still staying under. I don't think they're going to be good enough defensively. Minnesota. Here it is. 48 and a half. That's huge. This team couldn't guard anyone last year. 17-game improvement. That's a historic level improvement. Oh, I should mention Denver is plus 550 to win the Northwest. Denver, plus 250 to win the Northwest. Minnesota. I'm sorry, Minnesota, plus 250 to win the Northwest. OKC, minus 150. To win the Northwest, Minnesota's over under 48 and a half. They added Jimmy Butler. They added Jeff Teague. They added Jamal Crawford, who was washed two years ago. They added Taj Gibson. They added Justin Patton. They lost Zach Levine, who was hurt anyway. Ricky Rubio. Hill and Caspi. They're definitely, from a talent standpoint, better. 49 and 33 seems high. It's it's NFW. No fucking way. Yeah. What are you talking about? 17 wins Get is, out of here. is too yeah. much. I it's gave crazy. Tibbs. I, we all got on our knees for Tibbs last season. The magical Tibbs. He's going to teach these kids how to play defense. He didn't keep their they're kids. They, yeah. they need to learn and play games and get the system and everything. And so what they did made all the sense in the world because they got guys that Tibbs is comfortable with to come in and teach these kids this system. And so all this talent that Minnesota has is finally going to be pointed in a direction that fits Tibbs' vision, but get the fuck out of here. They're yeah. not going to win 49 games this season. I would say if they went 47 and huge, right. 35, yeah, huge that's success. a huge victory in a huge good success. conference. They, they could be most improved team in the league with just that amount of wins. Right. They could hit the under and still be the, the most improved. For real. Uh, it's too soon to win 49 for the yeah. over. Too I, soon. Have, I have real concerns with Wiggins, too, that he's a good stats, bad team guy. I, I, the defensive stuff on him last year was alarming. That's like, actually every f- day there was a clip of him like just letting somebody go by him. It's a fascinating question with him because he's one of those guys where, especially early on, like he came in with a reputation of oh, this guy's going to be a next level defender, yeah. modern Lockdown. defender, lockdown. Yeah. He yeah. was the opposite. The op- and 
the interesting thing about it was it was hard to pick out with the eye test. And then you looked at the advanced numbers and it was like, oh my God, this guy's a calamity. And then it became more obvious. So it'll be interesting to see what he turns his career into. Well, it also, Butler will either push him into a good direction or a bad one. The bad direction would be he can't figure out how to be the third option. He doesn't channel that into defense and athleticism and all the stuff that they would need from him. Like on paper, ideally, he's the perfect third guy. Sure. Right? Just like run the floor, shoot some threes, and lock people never down. Pass. That's all we need. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's one thing he definitely should do. Never pass. <laughs> I also, Teague is a strange guy yeah. to, to play with. If by he's strange, kind of an you mean mediocre? Well, yeah. he's kind oh. of he's an acquired taste, right? He's the average point guard. Yeah, he's, he has the ball a lot. Yeah, he's a pretty average starting point guard. He is warm. He's uh, the replacement player. No. I don't see him like playing off the ball as Jimmy Butler decides what to do, and then Jeff Teague's just kind of yeah. sadly standing over there and Wiggins. There are I a think, lot of chemistry issues to hammer yeah. out. Yeah. And then you look at their bench. I, like the Jamal Crawford thing, I, are people watching basketball? This guy has not been a rotation guy for two years. <laughs> and he gets hot. He'll make a four-point play at the end of a quarter. And people are like, oh, Jamal Crawford, there he goes. He's like, <laughs> can't guard anybody. Not a good shooter anymore. Um, he he still, doesn't make anyone better. Yeah. He, he still got some six-man-of-the-year votes this past year. These people are dumb. Yeah, it's true. like that's the people awful. that voted Kobe for all defense yeah. in like I, 2012. If you came to me and said... In 2018-19, do the Timberwolves win 48-49 games? I'd say maybe. Sure. Yeah. Uh, this season, no. Right right now, there's a Wolves fan listening to this like, <laughs> you guys have not mentioned Carl Anthony Towns yet. Well, we, it's <laughs> and, very fair. And, okay. and ta- Towns. He was unbelievable the last two months of the yep. season. Yep. And, and the thing with Towns is like, if you look at his numbers from the last couple months of his rookie season, they were the same as his numbers from the last, the first 40 games of his second season. And then you look at his numbers from the last 40 games of this second year. He's like 28 points per game, yeah. like he's 13 awesome. rebounds, yeah, two awesome. blocks. And if he replicates that heading into this year, maybe, maybe, maybe they could pick a push to that 48 Even and a half. then, now you still have issues of who gets the ball when. You're right. Like Jimmy Butler gets the ball when. Mm-hmm. Wiggins does what? How does Wiggins slot into this? Does, you know... How do you get these guys the ball? And I think those are big questions. They could have ball movement issues yeah, this year, I think. And I say I, this as somebody stars. who likes Jimmy Butler and who's done two podcasts with him, and I thought he was a good guy. We haven't seen him in a good chemistry situation yeah. yet. I'm not saying it's his fault. I just right. I want to see it. Let's see if he can be the leader of a young team because he couldn't do it last year. Towns um, is, is awesome. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's awesome. And mm-hmm. If you put this team... In the East, I would say like forty-eight and a half is conceivable. Yeah, I, is I might the, go is over. Is he the best young player in the league? So you're saying if I could have anyone twenty-four and under right. to start my team right now? Yeah, I think I would probably pick Towns. Me too. Over Giannis, over certainly. Oh no, I forgot. Yeah, Giannis. Yeah. Giannis How first. About over Anthony Davis. Well, Davis is twenty-five though, right? Oh, he right, just turned yeah. twenty-five. Yeah. Okay. I'd go Giannis first, Towns sure. second, and I would go uh, Jason Tatum third. <laughs> <laughs> Marco Fultz last. <laughs> uh, let's take a break. Anthony Davis is twenty four. Yes. Anthony Davis twenty four. Right. Even, 24, even yeah. though he, with the with the injuries, I still take Anthony Towns Davis over. Davis is twenty four. Yes. I take I take Towns over. Him with the, yeah. I would have said twenty five or twenty six. Yeah. Wow. I'd go Davis, Giannis, Townsend, but Ta- 
it Towns is bronze medalist in that conversation, but why? Who would you go, House? I, I love Towns. I, did I too. think he's on. I think he's he's. You'd go over Giannis though. That that's really hard for me. I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought Giannis. I'm worried about Giannis's ability. This is why we took the over on the under on on Milwaukee. I don't know if he's he's so new to basketball. Like, what does he know about he winning basketball He took a team to the playoffs games? last year. Though did Towns He's do? He's 22. Pretty, Towns was putting up garbage time numbers last year. No, they they had uh, uh, they put a nice array, nice complimentary team around around Giannis, and his talent is is I think immeasurable. Giannis, I think he's a superior two way player. I agree with that. That's that, true. The difference between those two guys is Giannis can can yeah. lock it down and can protect the rim. Like Giannis might be a center by the time we're done with him, if, right? If he ever, and Giannis can play make too. Yeah. yeah. He, like Giannis is a special position of- He's of, the true unicorn. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to be in this position of comparing those no, two don't, because don't. I don't if, want to say bad things about Giannis. If Giannis ever gets a jumper, it's Listen, over. Two minutes ago, you're making over. a face. Yeah. Well, because I just, I think Towns is more polished and the Towns might be, you know, if I'm building a team, right? That I want, I want that polished. I think. Would you aspect. agree that though, Giannis, like the ceiling is, man. If this guy gets a jumper, for, he dominates the league. I think the Giannis ceiling is is there's no ceiling. It's like an open stadium. If if I you, don't know what his ceiling. Well, you can't put a ceiling on him. Yeah. What like, did he yeah. get taken? Fourteenth, fifteenth. 15th, I believe. Yeah. If you yeah. redid that draft, does oh he? What God. does he get taken? Like negative fifth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was absurd. I did that draft, and we were. I, I've told the story before, but watching those highlights of him and just—I don't understand. Like none of those GMs should feel bad. No, they shouldn't. Because he was playing like in a, those the highlights, gym in the we, middle of nowhere. we were right. laughing. We yeah. were like, "Are those rims ten feet?" Like he just he had no idea, and he seemed like this crazy yeah. arm freak. But then he what? He grew two inches after he got in the league, and the way he's handled. Yeah. Where he came from to being in America and all the stuff that comes with being an NBA star, it's been. I would say the odds were like one in a hundred. It's a great story. He's had had no issues at all, and all he does is work at his game and get better. He's the total package on and off the court. Yeah, yeah. Well, we went under for the Bucks, <laughs> but not because and under on Minnesota. Uh, let's take. I uh, know. Let's do Oklahoma City. Then we'll take a break. Oklahoma City. The over on this list is fifty and a half. We had it at like fifty two. We 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 bought it at fifty two. I know this list yeah. is wrong. This well, list has it at fifty and a half, and you have to pay two hundred to get that. So price, let's say yeah. So it's wrong. So let's say let's make it fifty two for the purposes of this podcast. Fifty two over under, and I'm still going over. Me too, without hesitation. It's just there's no way this team's not eight wins better than they were last year. That's only six wins better. Seven wins better. Were they 47? They won oh, yeah. six wins better. Yeah. yeah. Seven wins 40, better. Yeah. 47. 47 they Jason, won what do you think? I will also take the over. Do I'm you going, want... Well, that, hold your yeah. Carmelo thought. Wes, we, sure. We'll go around first. House is going over. KOC seems nervous. I, I had a, I had over at 50 and a half on the list, but I'm going to go under here because I was only a slight over. I think 51, maybe right okay. on the button at KOC. 52. Mm. Okay. I, I, I think they could get off to a slow start and maybe they pick it up towards the end, but I think there could be chemistry issues with oh, Mello yeah. and Westbrook early on with moving the ball. Um, that could be problematic. <laughs> two, two of the biggest what? problems yeah, of the yeah, league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm wearing my Captain Obvious <laughs> right. hat right now. That seems so um, far-fetched. Yeah. So, slow start, but they're going to be really good towards the end of the season. I think, that, I think I'm going to go the opposite way, even though I'm taking the over. I think they're going to... St- I think they're going to start well because I think Carmelo is going to be on his best behavior. 
especially early. He he understands the narrative sense. around him. Like he's gonna be he's gonna be like I'm hoodie mellow. I'm Olympic mellow. I'm out here trying to help these the guys. The narrative of Nick's ruiner, Carmelo right. Anthony. And that then narrative? as we get down towards crunch yes. time in the round season, one, round two. Okay. Yeah. now all of a sudden as the water dries up. In the well, now you start seeing guys like be like, where's my shots? Where's my shot? Like, why am I not getting this ball? So it's, I think it, I think it's reversed. It's a very strange personality mix. It really is. Because let's be honest, Paul George isn't exactly like the all-time greatest teammate we've ever seen in our lives either. Like he threw C.J. Miles under the bus in the playoffs he last year. He drove the bus over him. He was making faces. <laughs> yeah. I watched a lot of Pacers games the last two years. He's making faces. Like he was playing hard, but just seems like if if things aren't going perfect for him, yeah. you can kind of see it. He's one of those guys. You kind of read his face. Right. He's Carmelo's also the, definitely an up and down right. and, energy and guy. PG is also the guy who's like, if it's not going well, he's just, well, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I'll just stand there and shoot threes. Yeah. You tell me when I get the ball, right. Russell. And then Russell, who maybe he developed some bad habits last year, shooting 100 <laughs> times a game. <laughs> the worst habits. With the highest usage rate of all time. I yeah. Everybody's like, no, no, he'll shut it off. He proved this point. He won the MVP. By the way, I'm going over. Like, I'm I'm just, I'm laying out the case for the under. Like, I, can, is, can Russell Westbrook, after what he experienced yeah. last year, where basically... Russell Westbrook was in it. Let's say he's like a married guy who like for one year Uh just gets to have sex with Uh whoever he wants for one year. It's like Russell Westbrook. We're going to, we're going to let you do whatever the hell you want to do. Right. Oh, you want to buy that car? Buy it. You want to have sex with that girl? Do that. You want to have that steak? Go have it. You want to buy another house? Go ahead. You do whatever you want. We want you to win the MVP. Do it. Go ahead. And now this year it's like, Hey Russell, you got to get Carmelo more involved again. Like how do you shut that off? I think a underrated story in the NBA from last year is Stephen Adams had one of the great opportunities in history when Russ was approaching the triple-double average. He should have gone to Presti and Russ and say, that's it. I'm not going to, I'm going to start grabbing these rebounds unless you give me $4 million in a brown paper bag. <laughs> in a brown paper bag today. I want $4 million in cash today or I start grabbing these rebounds. And that's it. I really feel like that was a missed opportunity for this guy. I mean, he's uh, he, he's he's a, he's a man. I think he needs like ten. He needs ten dollars an hour. He's yeah, happy. He's not a selfish. Yeah, dick. he doesn't care about. I like, they already I gave like him like a hundred million dollar. No, contracts. I want more. I want more. You want this triple double record? You want me to give up my stats for this triple double record? I want some cash. I really like four of their five, like together. If they can figure out the whole. Hey, Carmelo, you're hoodie Olympic mellow. Hey, Paul George, you are the number two guy. Hey, Russ, you got to get those dudes involved. There's Steven Adams. All he's going to do is rebound and yeah. set picks for you and occasionally do screen and rolls, and that's it. Super important play but, for them. But Robertson, Roberson, Robertson, Roberson, I just don't like him as the fifth guy. What if it's Pat Pat, though? He's hurt. Yeah. I know, yeah. but... He'll be back eventually. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. When you watch the Wizards play... Patrick Patterson. I like Patrick Patterson. Just as a no, he's a meaningful. You want him as a crunch he's time a and professional. You want him in Golden State in Game Seven with five minutes to go. That's your fifth. You want well, more than Roberson. Yeah, right. Roberson's four on five on the right. offensive end. And also, it's they in can't his, do it's that his, again. It's in his That's head my point. In his, You're right. Point. They can't do that again. So my question is: They gave Roberson ten million dollars a year, but they can trade him in December. They gave Patterson like six million a year. They can trade him in December. 
they have a bunch of other contracts they can kind of patch together. Will they be able to get the fifth guy? Now, I'm not even talking for the overrunner. I'm just talking about for title possibilities. They cannot win a title with Roberson as their fifth guy. He was like a, like he was like private pile in the playoffs. <laughs> he shot 15% from three from free throws. The, the, every, the Rockets were just leaving him 10 feet open. He, he was like, he, he almost was seemed like he was on the bench. It was uncomfortable. It was like uncomfortable. He seemed like a bench player wandering on the court because there's nobody within eight <laughs> feet of him. And uh, I just don't see how you run him back. They, they, but look, like they don't need to have him out there at the end of games though. I mean, they can pull him off the court and play small if Patterson's healthy. Right. I mean, you can put, you can even but put ideally, Patterson in the center. He, if yeah. he can be okay, now you have him and Paul George and it's like, we'll guard everybody. Yeah. You guys just do your thing. We yeah. got it. And Adams is good too. I think, uh, I think their ceiling makes them, I have to go over. I could see them going like 55 and 27, something like that. And also the other thing with Russ, and we saw this last year, Russ is going balls out every night. Yes. This yep. is the one team where you don't have yep. to worry about like, ah, oh, that team took 10 games off. Nope. You can't take yeah. games off. Well, and that's the that's the cure to Paul George. He's going to drag Paul George along. along right. right. This yeah. is this is either the best or the worst thing that ever could happen right. to Paul George. That's right. Yep. I would say 60% best, 40% he's going to be miserable. 60%. He loves it, but Russell has pushed him to another level. He's playing balls to the wall, and Carmelo's over there. And- Wouldn't it be amazing though after after signing the biggest contract in like league history if Russell Westbrook came in like looking like Antoine Walker, just like he gained sixty five pounds? He's just, he's just like, no, he, he, he loves like, wearing done. fancy clothes too much. Yeah. He, he, he didn't get that PRP injection <laughs> in his knee, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Before the season, so we're all we're all going over except for KOC. Yep. Okay. San Antonio fifty four and a half. Huh. 12 to 1 win the title. OKC was 12 to win the title as well. Minnesota was 28 to win the title. Forgot to mention that. San Antonio, minus 110 to win the Southwest. So are the Houston Rockets. Both of them, minus 110 to win that division. Man. Yeah. San Antonio lost my brother Jonathan Simmons and Dwayne Dedman. <laughs> they gained a half a season of Rudy Gay whenever he comes back from his Achilles. I don't know when he comes back. Probably December, January, it's mid-season. I think. I yeah. Don't hey, what could go wrong with an aging NBA player blew out his Achilles? Derek White and Lavernier from OKC last year. That is not. That team is not better. Gasol is a year older. The Aldridge. Everybody thought they were going to trade him. They tried, couldn't trade him. Parker's a year older. Basically, everybody in this team on an aging team, other than Kawhi, is a year older. And that fifty-four and a half. I hate to say it, seems too oh. high. I'm going under. Rudy Gay has actually been cleared. Yeah. Actually Parker, been cleared, yeah. yeah Parker's hurt. He's got that quad injury. Yeah. Too, it's, so that's another thing to take in. So Patty Mills starts. So Parker, not back in time for the season. He's got a ruptured quad. Rudy Gay is supposedly back. He was on the West cleared, Matthews yeah. accelerated treatment cycle. He's, yeah. <laughs> okay. West Matthews. He, he, he's, yeah. he's scrimmaging right. last month. He's he's back, but if there was an Olympics, he wouldn't and, be able to play in it. Pop said um, Tony Parker a month away at least. I'm not, I can't in good conscience touch this team unless I know that Kawhi is arriving in superhuman condition. And they already, they told us last week that Kawhi is on an indefinite uh, out status and that he, you know, the beginning of the season's in jeopardy or are they already sacrificing games at the beginning of the season? I don't, I don't think we're at that point yet. Okay. I think it's just preseason. I don't like any aspect of that. It is 
absolutely the dumbest thing in the world to take a San Antonio Spurs under. I know. We've, yeah. We, yeah. we make fun of each other every yeah. year when we talk about doing it, and now we're about doing we're it. We're doing it. I'm doing it. Listen, this is the year where the Patriots are going to give up 500 points and go 10 and 6. Like, yeah. if there's ever a year. Also, I wonder. Popovich getting older, all the stuff going on in the world. He's won five rings. You think he's just, he's checked yeah. out a little bit? Yeah, I don't think just he's weary. checked out. I think I think he's probably he's like my mom. He's at the bottle of wine every night kind of stage of his life. <laughs> Lamar just kind of reflecting on life. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of like eh, I've done it all. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the soft over. I'll go fifty five. I don't the, feel, the flaccid over. Yeah, I don't feel I don't. I'm not confident about it. The last time the the Spurs. You want us to fluff you a little bit more? Yeah, or no? sure, why not? Right. Get, get somebody out here. The Spurs won 50 games in 2009-10. Yeah. And that was, you know, the lowest of the last, what, 10 years or so? So I just can't, I bet against them all the time, and then it, it always comes back to haunt me. I think they, they figure out a way to stay up there and around 55 wins. KSC? Very, very slight over, yeah. too. Okay. I, I think this is one of those years where they're in the mid-50s or so, yeah. like they were in 2014-15, um, they won 55. 2011-12, they won 50. It's one of those years where you're a little bit worried um, about their aging roster, but I think they'll get the slight over because they always get at least 50. And I think so, they have talent to, to bump it over. Do any of us think they could win 60 games? Uh, Not with this roster. No. Only if Kawhi elevates his game right. again. And but, and, but that's a question. And Tony Parker turns the clock back for a significant amount of the season. And, and Lamarcus Aldridge figures that right, out. Yeah. Right. I can't yeah. overstate how much I disliked watching Lamarcus Aldridge in the playoffs last year, and I can't unsee it. Imagine being Shea Serrano. Mm. Right, poor Shea. So, I think it's more likely they go down than up from that number. Even if they go over, it's it's going to be by a hair. It's going to be like 55, 56, yeah. 57. But I could see them winning 48 games, you know? Like, I, I could see the downside to that team just looks much better. Wow. End of an era. I can't believe House and I both go under on the Spurs and it, it's, don't well, feel like I, if, we want to. If Kawhi misses any meaningful time at all, there are 47 or 48. Yeah, they, out of all the contenders, they are by far the most star dependent on their best guy, I would say. Don't you think? Which is ironic. Yeah. Because yeah, they're, they're the team really in the past is. that wasn't at all. Yeah. Right. But, this but, is but like if Kawhi goes out, I don't understand how they would survive for it three It really weeks. is like a Kobe-ish, a pre-POW Lakers post-Shaq, a Kobe-ish situation with That's them. A chilling, chilling yeah. remark. Let's take a break. <laughs> chilling remark. <laughs> We're going to recap our bets in a second. From a gambling standpoint, we're going to remember the 2010s as the decade when live betting took off. And where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. So here's an idea. Go to mybookie.ag. They've been in this business for years. Their reputation is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses. So off the bat, you're making money for doing nothing. They have the fastest payouts, two business days. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and an all-new mobile site that makes wagering on the go. A breeze. In-game live betting. Lay down some cash. Try to win big today. Join now. MyBookie will match your deposit with up to a 100% bonus. Visit mybookie.ag. Use the promo code Bill Simmons to activate the offer. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, guys. Three teams left. The Rockets, 55 and a half. There's been some action. Over minus 130. 16 to 1 to win the title. Minus 110 to win the Southwest. One thing I'm learning is I kind of like the Rockets to win the Southwest over the Spurs. They added Chris Paul. They did a sneaky PJ Tucker signing. Yeah. They had a Tariq Black, who I've liked for three years and was always hoping the Celtics would sign. KOC, am I alone on Tariq Black? He's all right. Okay. He's okay. I don't know why I like He's him. Something special. about him. They lost Beverly Decker, 
Lou Williams and Harrell. Crunch time, looking at Capella, Ariza, James Harden, Chris Paul, and probably Eric Gordon, maybe P.J. Tucker, maybe Ryan Anderson. They also have Nene. Pretty deep team. Looks like a contender. The question is, can Chris Paul and James Harden ultimately play together and be two people that can decide what to do in the last five minutes of a very close, intense basketball game that we're probably not going to have to worry about this question until May. I'm going to take the soft under on this. I just Ooh, think... Another uh, flaccid under. Yeah, I just think, you know, <laughs> listen, on paper, the talent is undeniable. Uh, Chris Paul, as we've said, it's probably one of the... He's one of the best point guards ever and one of the best point like players under 6'4 in history. That said, I think there's a lot of chemistry issues to work out here. Like how... Who gets the ball when? How do they share it? Not only between those two in the backcourt, but between Mike D'Antoni and Chris Paul. Like, how does, you know, the, the D'Antoni system is more of a, it's a ball movement system. Steve Nash did do a lot of probing uh, in those Suns days. I'm not sure that's... Probing. Good use you know, of probing. Probing. Yeah. Are you aware of that house? When, and he, then, when he goes uh, underneath the rim, right, right circles yeah, back. And, yeah. but, and, and I'm not sure that that's not necessarily Chris Paul's style. I'm not sure that that works with the personnel they have. I just think there's some questions. I don't. I think they win 55 games. I don't think they're, they take a huge step back, but I think that gonna, there's going to be things to work out. House? I like them uh, for over the, the 55 and a half. I think they're like a 57, 58, 59 win team. And the reason wow. I don't think that this this um, coexistence issue is going to be that big a deal because Chris Paul has shown us over the course of his career that he has the capacity to defer and, you know, over over what he kind of fell into uh, in the latter part of his time with the Clippers. And maybe this is why they could never get over the hump. He would he would kind of defer three quarters of a game and then be assertive in the fourth quarter. That's the the mode that I mm. feel like he kind of fell into. So if he, I think he and, and, and Harden have had long Heart to hearts, a lot of hand holding walks on down on the beach here, Manhattan Beach here in L.A. Uh, I don't think that's where the heart to hearts were. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just creating an image. That's all. I think I think it was in a room that had the word champagne in it. But. Yeah, I, 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 I understand. I already I, I wanted to keep it out of the zipper zone for a moment. There were heart to hearts with James Harden then asking, "Can I borrow two hundred dollars?" James Harden didn't have to borrow any money. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, so you're going over. I am. KFC. Way over. I think they'll 160. Woo! I think they're going to be Way terrific. I, I think it's, I think Mike D'Antoni kind of put it best uh, the other day during media day. You're going to have 48 minutes of Hall of Fame point guard play. Simple as that. I mean, you, you can have Harden or Paul on the floor at all times. And then when you have both of them on the floor, Harden can kind of be that guy who plays a little bit more off ball. You look at the way he played in, in Oklahoma City next to right. Westbrook and Durant, more slashing, playing off other guys, hitting spot up threes, cutting, and maybe he puts a little bit more effort into the defensive right. end of the floor. Here's an interesting question, though. If you have Harden and Chris Paul on the floor at the same time, what if it's actually better if Chris Paul is the spot-up guy and Harden's the dude that's, that's playmaking. Like, what happens then? It's possible. I mean, Paul's a better spot-up shooter than Harden yeah. statistically, um, but, but I think Harden is great enough that Paul is, like, the better playmaking guy more so than he is the better 
spot up guy okay. than Harden. I don't know if that makes any okay. sense. I, I just think like they have they have way better versatility than last year too. Sure. I mean, you mentioned PJ Tucker. Uh, they, Trevor Reese is a solid defender. They had Luke Mamabute. Solid defender, Clint Capella, gonna have a career year with Chris Paul throwing lobs to him yeah. and Harden as well. They have a lot of talent on that team. My two red flags: defense. Chris Paul and James Harden is your backcourt in crunch time, and I'm going against Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. <laughs> now I'm just, I'm not even talking about the over under. I'm just right. talking about just the ceiling of this team. I don't, I don't think Chris Paul is an elite defender anymore. I, I don't I, I know he was. I don't think he can do it for forty eight minutes a game anymore. And I, I definitely don't think he can do it seven times in a in a playoff series because he couldn't do it. He couldn't he couldn't play hard for six games in the Utah series. He's old. Yeah, I mean I I'll This say- is year thirteen for him. The history of point guards is like you hit this point and you start slipping at least defensively. So I, James Harden doesn't play defense. Eric Gordon's not a good defensive player. Ryan Anderson's a zero. That's that's one fear I have, and then the other is what you guys talked about, which is the Harden Paul. How is that going to be weird? Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna what, like what you talked about about the buying in early, and maybe it becomes a problem later. Right? They are pretty loaded. Yeah. I mean that their bench is going to win games. I, Eric, gonna, Eric Gordon's gonna, really good. There's going to be yeah. two sixty win teams in the in the league, right? There always is. The other thing is like. It's just like D'Antoni said, you can have, uh, you know, 48 minutes of, of Hall of Fame point guard play. Managing Chris Paul's minutes is going to be super important. Like you saw the way the Clippers started last season when they were like yep. an elite defensive team. And Chris Paul was like, you're like, holy shit, that's right. It's point guard Chris Paul who can like lock dudes down and then f- fade like over the course of the season. Mike D'Antoni's a guy who likes to play eight players. <laughs> yeah. Like for large minutes. Uh, does he alter his rotation some? Does he make it deeper? Uh, you know, it's, a, it's an open question. They'll have to do that. I mean, James well, Harden, he's Dr- never James, done it, James Harden was exhausted at the end of the season. He's literally never yeah. done it, though. That's the thing about D'Antoni. Now he has two guys who can, though. Uh, I mean, we'll may, may, maybe that's the issue where he's yeah. leaned on one guy, but now he has two. I thought this was, this was actually the single hardest over-under for me because yeah. I had them right around the, the somewhere between like 55 and 58. I think it's more likely they become the second win, second sixty win team than they go fifty two and thirty, you know. But I don't love the Chris Paul James Harden combo. I'm gonna have to talk myself into it. I like your forty eight minutes of great point guard. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. It's something about I, I don't know. I went to a lot of Chris Paul games. That dude likes to have the ball. James Harden likes to have the ball all the time. Everybody kind of stands there, and they they had a thing going last year with that team. I was like, this is James Harden's team. You guys stand over there. He's going to find you open shots. Now is Chris Paul just going to be like, all right, I'll stand over here. Yeah. Maybe he will. Maybe, maybe, he'll, maybe he'll embrace it because he's got to do something and he hits second stage. I'm going to go slight over. I wouldn't bet on it. Golden State, 67 and a half. Over, uh, I'm sorry, the, for the title, they are minus 160. For the West, they are minus 275, Gee, which Christmas. is nuts. Yeah, Three man. to one odds. That's like vintage Miami Heat numbers. They added Nick Young, Jordan Bell, Caspi. Come here, dumb Willie. And uh, they lost Ian Clark and James McAdoo. Uh, I don't see any way, unless somebody gets hurt. Whoa. Okay, dumb Willie. Unless somebody gets hurt, I don't see how they don't win 70 games. If the over was 70, I would still consider taking the over. 67 and a half, I'm just grabbing it. Thank you. 
What do you think, Jason? Yeah, I think they go over too. I think the only real red flag you have is like, okay, you've talked about this tons of times. Like when a team is really good and has a good culture, you can always add that one crazy guy. So you add JaVale. Now they have Nick Young and JaVale. Right. Will they hang out together? Will they hang out together? What does that do? I don't think it, I don't think, I think their culture is still too strong to really, to have it. I thought you were going to say Durant was the crazy guy. I got worried for a second. (laughs) To bring the team down? (laughs) I mean, he he did, the Twitter thing was, was, That was troubling. It was truly troubling troubling and very weird. But yeah, I take the over too. It's an over. I mean, yeah. you know, you have to. You're not rooting for uh, an injury, so that's basically what the yeah. under is. The yeah. under is I'm rooting for somebody to get hurt. Yeah. The thing exactly. to remember with this was when they never really figured out what they were. The, the Durant thing. It took them a couple months to right. really integrate it, and by the time the playoffs rolled around, that team knew exactly they what were they were. Machine. When they figured yeah. out the Curry Durant yeah. thing, and when then in the finals, Kerr moves it over down closer to the sideline when they're doing the pick and roll, and yeah. they. I mean. I think they're going to be better. I really do. Like, I think that second year of Durant is they're going to, they have a whole other level to go to. What do you think? Even then in the playoffs, they didn't, they still don't have a perfect game in the finals. Like, no, they, yeah. they had a perfect, perfect offensive moment. game. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But not perfect overall. I think they'll be better. I mean, yeah. they're an easy over. They're probably one of my three locks. Uh, easy. They're going to be better. Yeah. I think there's somebody, either Curry or Durant would have to get injured for me to worry about that luck. All right. Last but not least, America was waiting for it. <laughs> The Lakers, formerly of Minneapolis, now of Los Angeles. I think waiting for it. Maybe L.A. Lonzo Ball, <laughs> Caldwell Pope, Brooke Lopez, Focaro Kuzma, Andrew Bogut. Always yeah. a threat to get into some sort of Twitter scandal. <laughs> yeah. Him and All LA those guys are great. added. They lost D'Angelo Russell, Mozgov, Nick Young, and Black. Crunch time. Brooke Lopez, Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, Caldwell Pope, Lonzo. Hey, maybe Kuzma's out there. Who knows? Larry Nance Jr. might be out there one day. I like this team. I it, I hate my own guts that I like a Lakers team and can't <laughs> wait to watch this team. <laughs> I, I think 33 and a half is too low. I think they're going to be a good home team. I think that crowd is going to, I think they go at least 20 and 22 at home. Maybe 22 and 20. I think they're going to be really tough at home. I think they retire Kyle Kuzma's jersey by the end of the season. Oh, maybe be <laughs> I in, think that goes December. Maybe uh, in December. I hate that I'm going to make this lovability argument for both the Knicks and the Lakers. Like, that is so dumb. Yeah. But I'm gonna, I, I subscribe to what you are, are offering yeah. up here. I agree with it. The main thing to me, the big factor, I, the, I think this roster is trash, and I, I think Lonzo Ball is going to come trash. out. I don't. I hate this roster. Why? I like Luke Walton, and I think he's he's the <laughs> difference. I do. I mean, I think they're going to win thirty four games because of Luke Walton. Wow. They their their pick is top one protected. Yeah. Two through five, they lose it. Six and on, they keep it. In a weird way, they actually have an incentive to not tank and to try to win like 36, 37, 38 games and yeah, maybe make a Philly, playoff run. Philly, I think, keeps that pick. That's what I mean, so Philly. Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's, um, there's no incentive to tank at all for that. No period. incentive to yeah. tank. Uh, I'm a very, very slight over. Okay. I, I've kind of flip-flopped with this as we've been talking. Um, I you just think, yeah, I, I had I had a slide under for them 
Um, but I'm going to go slide over just because I think the upside of those, the younger guys like Kuzma is playing extremely well. Like we're seeing it yeah. now in preseason after he did it um, during uh, summer league. I think Lonzo Ball, he's probably not going to be spectacular right away as people think, but he can still pass it on. He makes guys better. Worst on the case floor. scenario, he's an awesome guy to come off the bench for 20 minutes in yeah. your second unit. Yeah. I think Luke Walton is a top four perfect coach he could have had. I agree. And at least tell yeah. him, yeah. him and tell him just run, 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 go, go, go. Yep. I'm Defensively, take, not great. Defensively, they're going to be disaster. Yeah. Uh, I also take the the flaccid over. Ingram has been more aggressive in the preseason. Randall is good. Um, Lonzo, the funny thing about Lonzo is his passing is truly infectious, and I love the fact that he gets he gets credit for the Lakers moving the ball when he's on the bench now. <laughs> Like you see the ball moving around, there. that's the effect of Lonzo. He's on selfishness on this thing. Yeah, it's like what? he's not even playing. That was but great. like, it's like it. That kind of play really is infectious. And like yeah. Kuzma, man, Kuzma, I love this guy. The other, they added two guys to this team that nobody's mentioning because it's all Lonzo, Kuzma, Lonzo, Lonzo, Lonzo. Mm-hmm. But Brooke Lopez yeah. is still a good basketball player yeah. who. Yeah. Yeah. Who won games for Brooklyn by himself last top year? 50 and, and, he, and he can shoot threes now. <laughs> yeah, he can shoot threes. And he Caldwell Pope, well. top fifty. I don't love Brooke Caldwell Lopez. Pope, but he's, for, yeah, an, he's a very good overpaid rotation guy. Yeah, he's yeah. For, for what he is. He is, you know, what he is. Nice, yeah. little, nice little favorite of yeah. Rich Paul and company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, we, and we predicted it on the podcast. Yeah. We said this is how it's going to go because they're trying to get LeBron next year. But I just think. Nobody's seen Brooke Lopez play for three years because he's been in purgatory. And people are going to be like, wow, Brooke Lopez, you throw him the ball and he puts it in. And he posts up people. And like, he's Brooke Lopez is a problem. I'm going over. Yep. All right. Same. Let's recap Sacramento 27 and a half. Everybody's over. Phoenix 29, everybody's under. Lakers 33 and a half. Everybody over. Dallas, 35 and a half, everybody under. So we had four agreements to start. Memphis, 37 and a half. Everybody went under except for KOC. Wow. Wearing a Woj Bomb t-shirt. Yeah. That was his biggest <laughs> Woj Bomb in the podcast. Um, New Orleans, 39 and a half. Emphatic unders from all of us. Utah, 41. Emphatic overs from all of us. Portland, 42 and a half. Everyone went under except for Jason. LA Clippers, 43 and a half. Joe House, the only one who went under. Denver, most polarizing one, 45 and a half. I went under, Jason went under, KFC and House went over. Minnesota, under for everybody. Oklahoma City, 52 wins, under for KFC, over for everybody else. San Antonio, 54 and a half, under for Bill and House, over for Jason and Kevin. Houston, 55 and a half, under Jason, over everybody else. Everyone went over for Golden State. What are your locks? Jason, go first. Uh, New Orleans under, uh, Minnesota under, and Golden State over. Those are my locks. Minnesota under, Golden State over. Yeah. House? Sacramento over is a lot because I just am going to have so, so much foolish. fun rooting for Sacramento. I'm I so love sad it. that you did De'Aaron that. De'Aaron Fox, rookie of the year. Oh my I'm God. thrilled by it. I That's can't wait to watch. Oh, the retirement home team uh, with the, the apprentices and the old people. Yeah. I like it quite a bit. I'm taking as a lock the under for the Memphis Grizzlies because I believe that they need to break the whole thing down. There is a trade or two coming yeah. for Memphis, and I am taking – 
as my third over the Golden State Warriors, wow. the best team yeah, in the two NBA. Two Warrior Locks. KOC? First over is Houston, over 55 and a half. He loves I that. Think they, I think they win 60. Okay. Um, <laughs> second one, Utah, over 41. I think they're going to be very, uh, very good. Maybe a 43, 44 win team. Yeah. And my third, it, I'm going to avoid Golden State, even though that's kind of a lock too. Clippers, over 43 and a half. I'm taking oh, the upside pick. Oh, okay. KOC, you're going so yeah. well. I like that. I have over for Utah, 41. I have over for Golden State, 67 and a half. He's quiet. He's pondering. He's, he can't find a third. See the wheels turning. <laughs> yeah. It's like Danny Ainge wondering if he should flip the pick. <sighs> I don't really have a third. Oh, I'm gonna, I'll go under on Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't very excited about it. Because there was really two that I liked. Uh, you know what? I'm switching that. I'm going to go over for OKC. I'm doing three overs. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's always more fun to root for an over. Yeah. Well, yeah. we shorted Unless a couple teams hate. before. Unless you want to hate root I'm against a, a team. And I'm not I'm hate a hater. rooting. <laughs> I'm not hate rooting against Memphis. I just think that they need to break the whole thing down. So I got Utah, OKC, and Golden State for the overs. If you wanted to hear... Me and House and Jason do the East. Yeah. Go to the Ringer NBA show. Thanks to Gillette, a Gillette razor blade edge, thinner than a single brain cell. It's a product of many brain cells that work from the thousands of men and women at Gillette. They're always working harder to make your shape better. Now you can get Gillette blades for less at GilletteOnDemand.com. Gillette, a best a man can get. KFC, you shaving yet? I shaved yesterday. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Today. Beautiful. Uh, thanks to Proper Cloth, Stop Work Shirts at Dope Fit. Yesterday was the first time. <laughs> Covered a couple peach fuzz. Did you use a Gillette? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Thanks to Proper Cloth, Stop Work Shirts at Dope Fit. Start wearing custom shirts that fit perfectly because you created them by answering 10 easy questions. Bring pit Proper Cloth into your life. Proper Cloth guarantees a perfect fit. Propercloth.com BS. Enter gift code BS. Save $20 on your first shirt. Thanks to SeatGeek, $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on NFL tickets. Use promo code BSNFL. Don't forget about GM Street with Tate Frazier. Don't forget about Achievement Oriented with Jason Concepcion. Shack House and House of Carbs with Joe House. And the Ringer NBA show. Every Tuesday, you and Verno. Maybe yes. a couple more times this year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, on the Ringer NBA show. And don't forget to listen to our Eastern stuff as well. Thank you, everybody. This was fun. I'm kind of wiped out. It's great. Good I'm times. hungry. I love really the NBA. Yeah. Where's T.O. Dizek? I want to go have a cheeseburger. <laughs> it's and, too and late. Smoke. He already had his we at like nine. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>